Yeah, hundred percent. It's not like it's cats, man. No, there's, there's nothing like. Uh. That. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I was gonna get you. <laughs> no. Remember, <laughs> Simba. <laughs> Cats. Cats. You watched Cats. Remember. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast, where we discuss all things TV and film. My name is Ed. And you know me, my name is Charles. We're not experts, nor are we people with deep industry knowledge. We're just fans having a group chat with you guys. So enjoy the show and let us know your thoughts. See you in the lockdown yard, baby. You know what? I was actually going through all the episodes we've done. I went right to the very start. Oh. The intro episode. And oh, Lord. <laughs> I know, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you remember when how many takes it took to record the intro episode? And then oh. I think it was the Wonder Woman episode. No, it, Wonder Woman or Truman Show, one of them. I think Truman Show was the one take. Actually, no, that was two takes. But yeah, oh, <laughs> long story short, a few, a bit of a behind the scenes. Mm. It took us all together at least what seven, eight attempts to get uh, the first couple of episodes, the first three episodes through or something like that. Was yeah, mad. We were new. You we were new. Yeah, man, just testing out microphones, and then at the end you were like, ah, the content was good, but the sound. The sound wasn't it, yeah. and then getting used to editing and all of that. So yeah, it's mad. <laughs> it's mad, and it's actually mad because we actually passed a year and we didn't even notice we passed a year. <laughs> you just keep going, you just keep releasing the episodes, and yeah, man, I'm looking forward to the future. There's a lot more to come. Like we haven't even mm. started video content properly, like you know, with ourselves. People don't even know a lot of people who don't actually know us. Don't even know what we look like. We could just, just be of, some bots. Nah, I'm walking down the street next to you. You don't even know. That's right. You say some words and be like, I know that voice from somewhere. See you in the lockdown, your baby. <laughs> Wait, I've heard that before. Get back here. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, I'll say that. Well, yeah, man. It's been really cool. Looking forward to, as I said, future, future content. There's a lot more to come different variety like video maybe some live streams here and there and yeah let us know if you want to see some particular content or have us watch particular films i've heard a few requests already and they are there's a variety to them let's put them that way that's there's a variety (laughs) that's it man that's that's the thing of doing this you know the whole movie talk thing mtv talk because it's going to test test your range in it because it really does it's gonna force you to watch things that you wouldn't usually watch and then speak about those so yeah it's gonna be interesting for sure Mm. outside Mm. our comfort zones and that kind of thing you know what film i recently watched and it was because of kill bill i think i mentioned in the last episode um lady snowblood came out in 1973 i have not seen that yeah, I don't think you would have. There's, it's a great film. Like I can see where the inspiration for Kill Bill came in. Lady but, Snowblood. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the synopsis? Like, what's the quick uh, plot summary? Lady <laughs> Snowblood. Okay. Is so, it hard to explain? No, it's not. It's very easy. Um, it's a revenge story against four people. Ah, uh, okay. 
and that's pretty that's pretty much it <laughs> it's very very simple there's more to the story like the actual protagonist is um the daughter of someone that was wronged basically imagine kill bill but the the baby is the main character and beatrix died okay okay i see basically but it's very it looks very nice and the makeup of the lady snope oh my days she, it looks like haunting it almost like she's a she's a force man like it's, it's crazy it's good there is one scene in there. I'm not going to talk about it on the pod because it's just weird. But when you watch it, you'll know, and you'll know it's a different time. It's a very different time. I see. I see. You know, what? I literally just googled the film. One hundred percent critics yep. rating on. Yeah, I knew that's. What, I knew that's what you would pick up on. Yeah, I actually man. agree. I actually agree. Even the audience, audience isn't hundred percent. Audience is eighty five, but that is superb as well. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. superb, man. Yeah, you have to watch it with subtitles. There's no dub. Oh yeah, we'll do. We'll do for sure. Like when it comes to the whole dub versus sub thing, depends on like some people are very you know, deeply rooted in their stance with it. They're saying sub or die. They don't. Care. They they'll never ever entertain dub. Me, but for me, it depends what I'm doing. Like if I'm feeling in a very concentrating mood, where mm-hmm. you know that some films you stick on then. You don't you can pay attention, but you can kind of have it on the background and pay attention yeah. at the same time. But when it's completely subbed in a foreign language, you have to pay attention, and you have to you kind of have to be in the mood to do that. Yeah, in my well. opinion. So yeah, it depends what mood I am. But I'm I'm not I'm not one of those people that are like I'm only gonna watch things in sub. That's the original uh, sound they intended it to be heard in. It's like yeah. Some dubs aren't that bad. You're you're very flexible. <laughs> What's that film you keep posting on TikTok? Kung Fu <laughs> the... Hustle. <laughs> not even Kung Fu. Not Kung Fu Hustle. The other oh, one. Oh, Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Yeah. Right the <laughs> <laughs> that dub is ridiculous, man. It's See, so when when is that kind of dub? I I agree with these anti-dub people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny though. I don't like. It's, it's meant to be that way though. That film in that film is actually meant to be that way. It serves a comedic purpose. <laughs> we are both ventriloquists. 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 <laughs> oh man. <laughs> we are both ventriloquists, and this is how we talk. Or something like that. And then the guy just comes in, and he's like, hmm, Rantwiliquist, huh? Uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, that dub, that dub is hilarious. Like, if you yeah. haven't seen that film, what's it? What's the official title? Uh, Kong Pao Enter the Fist. It came out 2002. It shows, and I didn't even show the craziest parts. Full warning, I did not even show the craziest parts. Right, yeah, you know, you know how TikTok can be with the whole censorship thing. So yeah, but oh, I think my, what I would have posted could have gone in, but I, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what? Unsurprisingly, Rotten Tomato is saying what thirteen percent, one three. Oh yeah, the audience score is funny. It says sixty nine percent. I mean, of all numbers, for goodness' sake. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a cult classic one for people. Some people say it's so. It's a bad, film for the people. Good. It's a, it's a film for the people. Perfect. It's not everyone, <laughs> but I am one of those people. Uh, oh, by the way, there's one film I've been hearing so much about in the last week and a half, where everywhere I look, it's just like, you have to see this film. And it's called Everything, Everywhere, 
all at once. Have you heard Ooh, of it? I have heard of that, and I do want to watch that. That hasn't come out here, though. It hasn't, but everything I'm seeing about this is like, you have to see this. This is this might be one of the greatest films ever. And it's got uh, Michelle Yeoh, who's just yes. fantastic. fantastic. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I mean, just reading the very, you know, High-level plot summary is when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse. Ah, ah. That's the fate of the world hangs in the balance, I see. It's going to be so, in New York, isn't it? You know, you know, you know the vibes. <laughs> it's always in New York. Whenever the world is, whenever the world is at stake, it's always in New York. Slap bang in the middle. That's Every the center man. of the world. Jesus, New York is tired, man. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Leave <laughs> like, New York alone, bro. Those repair costs, man. All the the insurance in New York must be crazy right now, man. Imagine trying to take out. <laughs> imagine trying to man. take out of car finance. In New York, after all that, <laughs> all these extra clauses, nah. <laughs> the multiverse of like repairs for New York must be through the roof, man. It's insane. Insurance run that part of the world. Yeah, forget it. Myth, myth. Mm, man, remember the day after tomorrow? Destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but we are here to discuss. And if you listen to the last episode. Charles was hyping this film up a lot. Mm. Not in a, like, you know, this this is a a Hall of Fame, this is a greatest film ever kind of way, but just in terms of being an enjoyable experience. Yeah, and exactly. I still stand true to that. Indeed. And we're, of course, referring to Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog, released in 2020. Mm. A film famously corrected by the studio yes. after they initially released that trailer with Major. whatever the hell that animal was. And <laughs> Jumanji. I'm telling you. Jumanji looking like ass. Looking ass. <laughs> Kill it! Kill it! <laughs> but the... Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, we fully rate the fact the studio just showed me they showed humility they went back and just they fixed it sure the studio too but the anime is especially because i can imagine working on one frame in a film like this takes time you yeah. did a whole redo of a whole character model that's the main character and it was done quite quickly you know it was done yeah. like relatively quickly and when you watch the film it's quite seamless there's no there, there, are, there are no real scenes in there where you're like ah they, they rushed that nah, they, they took their time with that and fully corrected the design and yeah i appreciated that a lot and there's some standouts in the first the first film for me the standout was definitely jim carrey jim carrey as as robotnik yeah Mm. he was great man he's he brought his classic jim carrey energy and it just fit the role perfectly and all his mannerisms and yeah Mm. and you actually felt like there was a sense of uh some good dramatic acting in there Along yeah. with his comedy as well, and his dancing, yeah. <laughs> his dancing, oh, the dancing the scene. Yes, <laughs> Do you know how many times the people have dubbed over that. <laughs> so many different songs. <laughs> That's a very memeable thing. <laughs> he brought the energy, the charisma, the just the cartoony like nature that worked for this film, and he brought Honestly, it again. Man. In my opinion, he brought it and he topped it in the second one. Trust me, and 
yeah, I, he was definitely the standout performance in that. Uh, the, the rest of the cast were good as well. I like, you know, uh, the Sonic character himself. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the second one. Mm. It came out this year, of course. So, again, a lot of the cast are returning. So, we've got... Yep. Who's, oh, who's the actual voice of Sonic? The voice of Sonic is uh, Ben Swartz. Ben Schwartz, that's the one. And then we have, of course, Jim Carrey coming back as Dr. Robotnik. Robotnik. Yes. We also have... Man Like Idris. Hey, Man Like Idris. Do I look like I need your power? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had so many good lines. You were going to say James, James Marsden? Yeah, I was going to say James Marsden. Oh, I was yeah, going to go yeah. through. I was going to leave him till last, but you know what? Idris, man. Idris came in. As soon as he <laughs> came in the film, he just came in and he just threw hands, man. Listen, he, man, I, I enjoy it. You know, that I really liked his entrance. His entrance into the film. I like yeah. I liked the, the start of the film. Yeah. You started off worked. with uh, Dr. Eggman, a.k.a. Robotnik. He was stuck on the mushroom planet and... <laughs> I'd assume those aren't drugs, right? Those are actual... Oh, man, he was feeling those mushrooms. No, those were hallucinogenic. No, those were mushrooms that were making him see different things. (laughs) He had absolutely (laughs) lost it, man. He was insane. He was already insane before going onto that planet. But all those mushrooms did was just... (laughs) He just enhanced it, man. He could hear colours, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even the way he was moving, as soon as remember at the end of the first one when he landed on the planet, and then he just shaved his head bald and he yeah. started moving in a robotic fashion. Yep. Yeah. Ah man, Jim Carrey's too great. He's too yes, great. Man. And yeah, this the whole the film started with uh, Robotnik trying to escape that planet because if you remember at the end of the first Sonic film, he had a strand of Sonic the Hedgehog's fur. Or hair, yeah, or whatever like, it was, uh, or yeah. spike, yeah, spike. spike, yeah, spike, and that's a single spike has enough power to apparently help him escape the planet. And he devised a plan to sort of use himself as bait to get someone to actually come to the mushroom planet. And lo and behold, we have Knuckles, that amazing entrance. Robotnik <laughs> thought, "All right, the portal's open. Time to escape." Oh, oh. Nope. That, that. <laughs> That's what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> you got man like Knuckles coming through that epic entrance. He made Dr. Eggman sit down. He made him <laughs> sit down on his ass. He saw the he saw the strand of uh of Sonic <clears throat> Spike and he said, Where did you get that? And the robot is like He's like, Yeah, I can take you. I can take you to where I found it. And then that's it. His return to Earth is sorted. And then cue mm. the film. And yeah, we're back on Earth with Sonic and he's just doing his Sonic mischief. Becoming, he's basically becoming like Spider-Man. <laughs> like all the quips and everything as he's like running through the city, trying to stop the runaway banker or whatever's happening. Not runaway bank, bank robber, yeah. It's just, it's so cartoony and it's so mis... Um, yeah. It's, it's so, what's the word I'm looking for? Irresponsible, like the way he just causes damages. Oh, he was clumsy, man. He was clumsy. Like, it just, there's so many times he just could have wrapped this up quickly, but he had to get the quips in. And what was his name? Blue Justice or something? 
Yes, I think it was Blue Justice. Something like that. But it, it feels was... like it was Blue Justice. Yeah, that was a superhero name. Yeah, yeah. Man, he was jokes. I enjoyed the that whole opening segment because you know you got an introduction to Knuckles, you got uh, where what Eggman's been up to, and then you got what Sonic has been up to, and we've seen mm. he's 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 kind of bored of the home life uh, yeah. with his adopted family. He's trying to be a superhero, make use of his powers. And I thought, yeah, that was a nice way to update us on where we, what's been happening since the last film. Did you? I have a question for you. Did you see the, you know, the story, the lesson you learn at the end of the film, or the protagonist learns at the end of the film? Did you see it? Uh, how early on did you see it? Like, you know, be responsible. You have to be. Uh, you have to take care of your friends. You're not the hero. Blah blah blah. Where did you see that in the story? Because I kind of like got it early. Oh, every anyone who's seen more than five films in their life would have gotten it early. As soon as he pretended to still be at home and then he was found to have escaped the house and do secret superhero work and then they showed him the newspaper article, you knew that was where they were heading with it. Yeah. Going down the angle of, listen, with great power comes great responsibility. Yada, yada, yada. So. But still, even knowing that, <clears throat> I still enjoyed the film. Oh, yeah. For sure, man. We'll get into... Like, what, what were some of your favorite scenes like? Oh, I remember you were talking about the wedding. You talk that, that wedding scene. You were hyping that up in the last episode. <laughs> listen, listen. I, I I don't laugh a lot at films, but I laughed at that segment so much. <laughs> it was just so. <laughs> the wedding is definitely a highlighted moment for me for sure, and I don't care how stupid it was or how long it might have felt. I enjoyed this. <laughs> I enjoyed it very much. Um, that scene, and also maybe just like the banter between um, Knuckles and Eggman, the whole punching hands thing or crushing hands thing. Oh yeah, Eggman. the handshake. He didn't know. How, was, he didn't know how to shake hands, so he crushed his hand every time. <laughs> yeah, and the bit where he was like hanging, and then he was trying to like threaten Eggman. He was like above him with like his drones. He was like, "You think these drones can defeat me? I'm the mighty echidna." Oh. They are stairs. <laughs> that, that bit kind of made me chuckle too. But yeah, the wedding is what I'm going to focus most of my energy on. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and it had the because it had the Rachel right, and she hates um, she hates Tom's guts. So yeah. Tom playing by James Marsden, mm-hmm. and she hates his guts. So and, already they're yeah. they're on bad terms. But it's time for her to get married to her man to who is uh, like. Man, like what's his name? Um, oh, uh, Randall, or his his uh, Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore, that's it. Yeah, 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 man. I wasn't expecting Shamar Moore. I haven't seen Shamar yeah. Moore in a few things, you know. It's true. He's been he do, he does a lot of TV work, so it's kind of random mm-hmm. to see him in this. But yeah, they were getting married, and she was like, "Don't mess this up." And Tom, he's quite fond of magic tricks. Does this weird trick where. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all goes wrong because before going off, so he gets sent to a vacation by Sonic, who just wants you know a free yard. So he sends Tom and his wife off to their vacation to go and you know just be a guest at Rachel's wedding. Cool, and he gives them a ring to return with because that's what they used to get there. Very responsible, Time. exactly. Yeah, and then Tom, being Tom, he just goes and does this this magic trick. He says, "Oh, what's that behind your ear? Ah, it's a ring." There you go. Oh, you dumb, <laughs> you dumb mother! <laughs> why would you do it? To get, uh, why would you do it with a ring? A ring of all things, you know you're gonna mix this up. You be seeing the first film. 
one of those things was your fault. <laughs> Honestly, man. Uh. <laughs> but I love the, I love the setup for that. I've seen a few complaints about the whole Hawaii bit and how it just didn't fit in with the film. And I agree sure. with that. I agree with that it didn't fit in, but I still enjoyed it. I yeah. did enjoy that segment. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I know. I just, just her reaction. Her reaction. Uh, um, Sorry, I got to name her. Uh, Natasha Rothwell. Her reaction to everything that transpired just gave that scene so much comedy, man. It, it was <laughs> so was good. Great, man. It was great. Like, from, from not being happy that Tom was there to when the portal opened and all the snow came through and she held that FBI agent at stun point, not gunpoint, but stun point. Separate then, point. Oh, well, I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> a side tangent, just relating to my actual my actual real life. I have a friend in Gozi. She's going to be getting married. Shower in Gozi. Yes. And I know how stressful wedding prep can be. So... Knowing that I know now, seeing the whole wedding go up in flames. Oh my days. I was like, yo, this didn't take a week to do, you know. A destination wedding as well, so you know. A destination wedding. Well, you only got one shot at preparing these things in that that manner, but a destination wedding where everyone's flown out and paid for accommodation. Oh man. So that's that's why this scene just made so much fun. It was so funny to me. And her just running, running down, no, driving down down the aisle, <laughs> and the music in the background was it Barracuda or something? <laughs> oh, ah, Barracuda. It might have been. Honey! I don't know if it was that song, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, that's what it was. Just, Honey, I'm home. <laughs> he knocks him over. Okay. I, I won't talk more about the wedding scene. Yeah, I feel like whoever appreciated it will get enough from what I just said. But there is Thank another you, scene. There is another scene that I did love. And it's still, it's still hilarious. It's the dance off, man. Oh my days. That dance. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That dance. That's dance off scene. I was so close to being like, this is cringe, man. It almost didn't work. It almost didn't work. But I'll tell you what made it work. The reaction of the yes! the, the guy who was actually challenging them. Yeah. <laughs> him at the end. He, he, he served him to death. <laughs> How could he collapse from being bounced out? He danced his fool to death. That. Oh my days! <laughs> he was acting like he got punched or shot just from being danced <laughs> off. <laughs> what did he fall? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> I mean, that dancing was impressive. You know, I like that stuff. I don't know what that dance was. It might be like some cultural dance. Yeah, his that looked good. Like... I was like, okay, cool, all right, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, that yeah, that scene was hilarious. That was just yeah. Okay, I'm 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 easily entertained. I I can tell. You can tell. Oh, same here, man. The same here. <laughs> that's it's a funny awesome. film. You're not gonna get depth. You're going to get comedy and funny moments. That's it, man. Just temper your expectations. Don't come and expect some some Oscar winning masterpiece, man. Just no. come here and have fun. And you know what? You said you watched this with um. A, a crowd well without a crowd the cinema was pretty much empty but I yeah. watched it and there were a few families 
Then the okay. kids were enjoying it, man. They, those kids were literally as soon as Sonic came on the screen, it's Sonic, mm-hmm. and then Knuckles. They were they were genuinely scared of Knuckles at some points, and I was like, <laughs> these kids were actually just reacting to it how it was intended to be reacted to. I was like, that's pretty cool. So listen, the families, kids definitely enjoyed this. And who was who was your favorite performance in this? Because we said it was Jim Carrey in the first one. Mm. Was that still the case in this one? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I would say the same. Um, it's hard to say you can't say Sonic or Knuckles or Tails because they're not like I like the way they're personified with the as mm. far as acting. I say Jim Carrey still steals it. Um Natasha Rothwell was a pleasant surprise. Yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say it's between for me between her and Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we didn't yeah. even talk about Tails much, you know. Tails, so Tails we saw in the post credit scene from the first film, yeah. and yeah, I, I liked um, how Tails was introduced. You know, come and save the whole convenient timing thing. Sure, mm, like, come and fine. save Sonic. Um, I'm the gadget specialist. He showed the origin story of how Tails actually came to be in that universe, and mm-hmm. you know, she saw Sonic's energy blast from the first film. So I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, it connected well. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It, that's one thing I know. It really connected well to the first film. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, in this film. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I like the uh, the fight scene in... Well, in the last episode, you mentioned that someone said the Hawaii bit could have been cut. But in my mind at the time, I thought you meant um, the bit where Robotnik mm-hmm. gets the emerald. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the one where he leaves uh, Knuckles and Sonic for dead, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I was thinking at the time, if you could have cut it at a dark moment like this, imagine Mm. what the sequel could have been. Like, because you could have had them joining together at uh, the three of them, uh, Knuckles, Sonic, and Tails, joining together to fight Ultra Robotnik or whatever. I like that. that. I like that. Yeah, but it didn't go that way. But that was still, it was still okay film. Like it's a it's a Sonic film. I was just thinking that would have been a different twist you could have taken it down. Like that would have taken me by surprise. I like that they would never do it because it's technically a family film. But yeah, they would never they would never leave it. The kids thinking, oh my god, they killed Sonic! Ah! And then the parents will be complaining. Yeah, not killed Sonic. Just like um, ended it maybe where that at the beach and then. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Just joined up with forces then, and then that could have been the sequel. But I think that would have maybe that would have pissed people off. I don't know. Possibly, possibly, possibly. Well, you know, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, you know, I did enjoy Jim Carrey's performance in this, but I, I, I liked him a lot better in the first one because he was very mustache twirling in this one, which is, you know, it's okay, it fits the character, but there was a lot more depth to him in the first one. Yeah, was, there was. was a lot more method to the madness, but in this one, it was just madness. <laughs> yeah, man, was flossing, man. Man was flossing in 2020. <laughs> I did like how he introduced um, Knuckles to Sonic. He just bu- he just bust in the house, mm-hmm. and then Sonic was about to punch him, and then he just slipped to the side. And said, he just literally slipped to the side. Presenting Knuckles. <laughs> Where are my manners? <laughs> Sonic, meet Knuckles. Oh man, <laughs> um, Robotnik and his, 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 his that loyal assistant man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the coffee bits were so cringe. 
they were funny. They were funny, but they were cringe. Honestly. And they were impressive. They, they also were very impressive, I'm not going to lie. Mm, I love them. One thing that's not really um, talked about are the gadgets. I really love the Robotnik's gadgets. I love mm. them from the first, the first film where he literally just controls it with random finger movements on his glove. And yeah. They retained that in advance in this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. I did like that. And the big, that big, huge robot. I like the design of that. That was very, like, accurate to some elements in the TV shows and whatnot in the games. In the video games, yeah. Where you get some um, big, where the big bosses are huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ultron-looking guy, yeah. <laughs> Ultron-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this film feels like it had a lot more... Um, content a lot more lore from the game mm. so you know that the emerald and there's a there was a scene that was pretty much like for like in the cartoon where it's like a, a standoff between sonic and knuckles and i i watched that on youtube after and yeah that was you could tell this game would this uh, sequel appeals a lot more to fans of the game than sonic one so i really appreciate that mm. For really real. appreciate that and yeah that was just a very enjoyable film and it's not it wasn't really a post was it a post credit scene because it happened like right at the end with um, them introducing oh, Shadow, Shadow. Mm. yeah Shadow I, w- I like that I figured it would be Shadow they would pick next who else are they going to bring in everyone every single film like a brand new person or it's gonna yeah, be good, yeah. possibly possibly it works they've got they have a winning formula at this point they do Definitely. Yeah, they make these films and it's it's enjoyable, and the kids seem to love it. It makes money. That's the important thing. Definitely, man. Just one more thing I remembered from the very beginning. Have you noticed how immaculate these video game adaptation opening things are? Like the one where they show like the bits of the game and then they just bring it out into like. Uh, oh, the the, Se- the Sega sign. The Sega one was so cool. I had yeah. not seen that before. Maybe no, I, it was in the it was in the first one. They okay, I haven't seen it. I don't. I need to see it more often. That's my point. I need yeah. to see that more often. <laughs> like, start really doing. Good. Start doing that more, please. And in fact, now you mentioned that, there's one minor detail which I don't think anyone really picks up on, but I I notice and appreciate it. You know the Paramount symbol where they bring the rings out instead of the the typical stars. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Like it reminds me of uh, Transformers when. They do the logo, and then you just hear the robotic sounds in theme of the film. I, I appreciate the, those little details. So instead of the stars, they bring Sonic's rings out, and they circle the the Paramount logo mountain. I, I appreciate that. They did that in the first one as well. So yeah, that's, that's, cool. Cool. that's your. If it doesn't have that, it's not a Sonic film. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they're making a third film, and they're going to make a spin-off. Oh, with um, Knuckles, right? Man, like Knuckles the Echidna, yes. Okay, you see? Just like that. You just got a franchise just... It's there. Exactly, it's, it's mad. Because um, I can see... They left this one very open to a third one, as we saw with mm. Introduction of Shadow at the end. Mm. Um, and I can just see them kind of going on and on until this stuff stops... Until it stops making money, or until the actors get bored, to be honest. Mm. So what was... Okay, what was something you didn't like about this film? It was definitely the whole James thing. I just he was kind of he was more important in the first one, mm. but in this one it felt like it was very forced to give him something to do. Unfortunately, 
Yeah, I mean they tried to change his um his character to be from father from friend to father figure. Yeah, they really yeah. hamfisted that <laughs> in the beginning. James and Maddie, the whole James and Maddie thing, I wasn't digging it, man. It's just they kind of forced it. They forced them to be in the story. It felt like because in the first one, James James was really important. Why am I calling? I keep calling him James, but his character name is Tom. So Tom and Maddie, um, which are James and Tika Sumter. But mm-hmm. they they were a lot more important in the first one, especially Tom, because you know he takes in Sonic, helps him integrate into society, and think even saves his life. Mm. They gave him so much more to do in that one, but in this one, they quite literally just sent him away to be out of the way, so, so Sonic can get on with his movie. That's what it yeah. felt like in this one. Send him away to Hawaii so that Sonic can have his movie with Knuckles and Robotnik and ETC. Honestly, man, and when they when he finally does show up. Man has the biggest plot armor ever. Like he oh, manages yeah. to drive behind all this devastation, top speed, and save Sonic <laughs> from a foot that should have killed him. And still, nah, the, I'm, I can't. Sometimes you have to suspend your disbelief with the film because oh, there's some. Logistics. You've had to suspend your disbelief since the very first frame of this film in the in the first Sonic. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I hate, I hate when I can see plot armor so, so obvious. Oh, yeah. But it, it, when it fits in the film, it, it's not, it's not a criticism. It's just a point out. Mm, it's when it sticks out like a sore thumb. You're like, all right, hang on a minute. Oh, man. How the hell did Tyrese not get shot? Be surrounded by 19 people. <laughs> I will never let that go. <laughs> 19 trained people, trained. killers. Assassins. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. Oh, oh, <laughs> we talked about that. Go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the whole Tom and Maddie thing in this one. They had a lot more relevance in the first one, and it definitely felt like in this one, they were kind of just you're in the first one, so you might as well be in this one. But stay out of the way. This is Sonic's. This is Sonic's yeah, gig now. So we're just gonna have him hang out with Tails. Mm-hmm. And Knuckles and Robotnik, because that's that's who we're really here for. That's what it felt like to me. Just just me. Well, is there anything that you didn't you didn't like? I mean, mm-hmm. you've mentioned the whole. Uh, you know, there's some parts you were not able to suspend your disbelief. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, I had to do that from the first frame. Mm. There were there was just one thing that I noticed, and I don't know if it's because of my screen, and maybe it's been being nit- bit nitpicky. But sometimes I could really tell that it was a CG character. Like, the, the textures looked a bit shaky at times. I don't know if this was just me, but it looked a bit I, shaky. I agree with you in terms of, you know, how shaky the CGI is, but I've kind of just gotten used to it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and with this one, I'm going to be a lot more lenient with CGI than I am with other franchises. Cause, and you know what? This is a bit of a separate point. Um. So you did you you watch the Lion King, the most recent adaptation of the Lion King? Yep. Yep. Did that work for you? Uh, yeah, it was okay. It was alright. It wasn't spectacular. I hear you. I hear you. With me, it didn't work at all. That was a horrible film. That Lion King. Hmm. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. It didn't work. They tried to do the whole realistic thing. It, didn't it just work did it too much. They did it. It, you couldn't 
they had no expressions. That was the problem. Mm, when it, exactly. They looked way too realistic. We didn't see exactly. the terror on Simba's face when the stampede was coming. Yep. We didn't see him emoting enough when Mufasa died. Sorry, spoiler alert. It's been out since 1994. <laughs> you know, it, 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 we, never, we never see that. Oh, just his blank yeah. face. Exactly. And that is actually where I appreciate this Sonic film for because it, it made a choice at the start. It said... And we saw that in that, you know, that first horrible trailer. Are we going to make this realistic? Or are we just going to say, screw all that realism stuff. Let's just make it accurate to the cartoon. Like, we're going to make it a lot more realistic than the cartoon, obviously. Because, you know, it's going to be 3D animation. But we're still going to keep it cartoony enough. Because it is literally a cartoon. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that choice. But in The Lion King, they literally tried to make it look like a nature documentary. But with songs and drama, yeah, I was just yeah. like that didn't work. If they if they went down this angle with, at least, even the eyes, just change the eyes a bit, or mm-hmm. when they're I singing, saw, yeah, yeah. Like, I even saw some renditions of people doing Disney art, and they did the actual eyes. You just mentioned it. Like, I remember seeing yeah. people put the Disney eyes there, and it, it okay, it makes a world of world of a difference. It man. makes a huge difference, but I wonder how creepy that'd be on a big screen. I don't think it would have. It would have worked. It would have worked. Yeah, man. it would have been better than the, <laughs> this this live live action version. They could have gone real lions, man. But <laughs> they might as well have. Yeah, yeah remember they did. Remember they did that in like Homeward Bound, <laughs> like that film ages ago. They <laughs> <laughs> just did voiceovers with real animals. Nah, they could have done that. What, and that's made... literally. They just they could have saved money doing that. Just expensive CGI on this overly realistic rendition of Lion King it didn't work for me so yeah if they had gone the angle that this film went with the animation we know they're not real lions right we know that so don't double down on the fact that you know trying to make it realistic just give the give them expressions let's see their joy in their their eyes when they're singing the songs and a bit more animated expressions it doesn't have to be super Mm. realistic so yeah that was a horrible artistic choice from them in the Lion King and when you were talking about the CGI in Sonic, I get you fully. It is. It does look a bit too cartoony at times, but I'd rather have it this yeah, way exactly. than the I other way. Too. Yeah, 100%. It's not like it's cats, man. No, there's, there's nothing like uh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to get you. No. Remember. <laughs> Simba. <laughs> Cats. Cats. You watched Cats. Remember. But the past can hurt. <laughs> we have to do a Lion King episode. I did not realize we, we have not done a Lion King episode. At this rate, we're going to have to. But it's going to just turn into a big cook fest for the most oh, yeah. recent the recent adaptation. But oh, hope y'all me. don't mind. I, I love me some Lion King. The original is just one of the goats. Not oh, just animated, time. just film. But Yeah, man. Yeah. I got that on my birthday year. <laughs> I'm lucky. Oh, my God. I love being born in the same year that film came out. <laughs> Fun man. fact. Legit. But... I was going to mention one other thing I did really like in this film, and we got supersonic, supersonic at the end when he absorbed all the rings, oh, and he man. just took down the 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 big robot. 
I was like, this is cool, man. This is this cool. This is cool. Stay back. He's not the Sonic he once knew. He's, That's right. He's absorbed the power <laughs> of the Emerald. Okay. He's exactly the same. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, I appreciate that bit. I was like, damn, Sonic, Sonic is, he can be OP when he wants to be. And mm-hmm. yeah, really enjoyable film overall. It's one of those. You just watch it on like, uh, I mean, if we were to give it our rating, which we haven't actually done for a while, but I'd give mm. it um, the second highest. Two for one? Yeah, two for one. It's not, I'm not going to watch it in IMAX or anything, but if it's on in the cinema and I can watch it for cheap, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, take your friend, take your girl, take your boy, take anyone, just two for one, that thing. That's right, that's right. But yeah, man, I mean, unless you got any... Any other points you want to raise on this Sonic film? No, 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 no. Cool. Then, until next time, we are out. Peace.